0: Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington.
1: And I'm Melissa Edgington. It
0: just feels automatic now. We just sit down, talk about Nutty November for a little a little bit, then go back about our business.
1: Yeah.
0: So. We're
1: on the 28th day of 30 Days to a Deeper Connection in your marriage. We're almost done.
0: Mm-hmm. Big night at team kid tonight, right? <clears throat> it's our Wednesday night. I preached tonight Romans 1 1 through 12. And you tied antlers onto kids' heads and threw rings at them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all that was for Jesus. Uh, you had a good group tonight though it looked like.
1: No, yeah, it was wild. It
0: was a wild night. <clears throat> with all those kids. But uh it's been real weird weather here, hasn't it? It's supposed to feel cold right now, and it was warm today.
1: It's sort of weird how you walk outside and you can't tell what it's going to be.
0: Yeah. You're trying to convince yourself it's cold, but then you're like, I'm sweating. <laughs> this is no good. <clears throat> so, it was good. Well, what do we got tonight for Nutty Nove? Nutty Nov.
1: Well, tonight I thought we could talk about... Unrealistic expectations in marriage, mm-hmm. especially unrealistic expectations of your spouse.
0: Yeah. A couple of things about expectations. For one, most people have expectations way high and they would be offended if anyone expected so, so much out of them. Right. The other thing about expectations is, which we've said before. Is that if they go unexpressed, it ultimately always leads to to frustration. Um, people who can't seem to, you know, let someone else know what they want them to do will always be upset because no one's ever going to do what they want them to do. Right. You Got to say it. Whether you're a boss at work or whether it's something going on in your family <clears throat> with your kids or whatever it is, you have to tell them people what you expect of them. Or when they don't do it, you can't get mad at them. Because you didn't express it. Now that being said, a lot of times the reason we don't express, you know, express our expectations is that we sort of know we're being silly. We have our expectations are way too high, and if you actually set it out loud, you'd sound stupid. That's true. So yeah, you've uh, you've got to have realistic expectations of one another. So how do you do that?
1: I think that women are especially susceptible to this trap. Of having unrealistic expectations, especially when um, we're reading books, watching movies, you know, where there's always this man in these stories that is this way or that way. Or we look at other people's husbands and we don't see all the behind closed door stuff. We just see, oh, he sent her flowers for no reason. Mm. Well, my husband never does that. Yeah. He would never think of doing that. You know, and so we just kind of get these weird ideas in our head about what our husband should be doing. Mm. And it's really very detrimental to your marriage.
0: And that, not to mention like the Facebook memes that you see.
1: Oh, that's my, that is one of my pet peeves. It was all like, of these.
0: Girl, let me tell you what you deserve.
1: Yes. Oh. Don't settle for anything less than ABCD and I mean it's so weird the things that whoever this like 16-year-old girl who writes these is saying oh. and then all these grown women are sharing it all over Facebook. It's so weird.
0: This is so true y'all.
1: <laughs> I mean, um I just feel like there was a time when if people were looking for a spouse, they were looking for someone who's a good person, who's a hard worker, um, you know, who loves God. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much like if, if they had those things, then
0: They're a really good everything person. was good, yeah. you know.
1: And now it's just so crazy. And and the scariest part is, is that a lot of times now I think that people get married And then they find out that their spouse isn't going to meet this crazy list of expectations that they had about Mm -hmm. what marriage is going to be like. And they convince themselves, well, I have made a huge mistake. I've married. This isn't my soulmate. Mm. And now what am I going to do with this marriage that I'm in? Mm. In And our culture tells everyone, well, you deserve to be happy. And if you're not perfectly happy at all times, then... You need to do something about it, Mm. and I don't know. It's just so crazy to me. So, but we all fall into the trap in some ways. Mm -hmm. If you really stop and think about it, we all we all do the comparison game. Mm -hmm. We all want our marriage to be, you know, something like out of a Nicholas Sparks novel or something. Which why would you want that? Because someone always dies, right? But. That's the kind of romance, you know, and kind of weird stuff that people are looking for. And that's not real life. No. In the Nicholas Sparks movies, you know, you're not seeing people doing laundry or, you know, bathing kids or taking out the trash. I mean, you're not seeing a stressful day at work. You're not seeing low self-esteem. I mean, yeah. it's like all these issues that are in marriages.
0: Yeah. Yeah the people they hit a they hit a snag you know the first time they get get into a, uh, <clears throat> an argument or the first time they can't do something that they thought they sh- should be able to do um or encounter some adversity then they they it's like the sky is falling mm-hmm. cuz they set themselves up for sort of a fairy tale and that's just not the way life works it's not a fairy tale life uh, marriage is hard Life is hard, and so you have to have a real attitude of, "Hey, we're in this together, and we can have, you know, we should have high expectations of each other and ourselves, um, but they they don't need to be crazy town,
1: All right?
0: You know, and I don't know if I could give you an example of people that have crazy expectations, but they're just sometimes there are situations that you run across. Um, we're really... This kind of goes back to the idea that like your spouse is not Jesus. They just expect their spouse to be their self-esteem, always with them, uh, catering to their beck and call. I mean, just... just, And, and then they don't realize how baddie the things that they're asking their spouse to do really are. Yeah. You know. But they've got these expectations, and maybe the spouse is running around trying to fulfill them. And... You know, that's a beat down, too. When, yeah. you're, when you're trying to live up to someone's expectations that aren't realistic. Right. It would be very difficult.
1: I think that we all, you know, we all of us who are in love, you know, have been through the infatuation phase. Mm-hmm. And that is a really fun phase of life, you know, when you're in that phase. Yeah. And everything is just rosy and you're just, you talk for hours, you know, and all this stuff, you know, and sometimes we go into marriage expecting that phase to be that, like, that's what your whole marriage is like. And that's nothing like what marriage is like, not even remotely. (laughs) I mean, that is... That's how you behave with someone that you don't know all the ins and outs of them Mm -hmm. yet. You know, I mean, what you have in marriage is so much deeper than that. That's why marriage is complicated. Well, and
0: marriage has a deeper purpose than that. Yeah. So the the expectation that some people have when they get married, which you should be in love, you should be happy, you should love hanging out with each other. You should definitely marry someone that you're friends with and that you really laugh with and have you know have think in a unified way, be equally yoked, all the things that we've said for 28 days. But there there's a sense in which some people, <clears throat> they think the ultimate purpose of their marriage um, is for that like romantic happiness,
1: mm.
0: for for it to feel like they're in a movie. Um, but the purpose of marriage, the reason it works and that it's amazing is it's the, like the perfect... Combo, a man and a woman, to raise little humans and make them adults that will raise other little humans. Um, it, it's the perfect, uh, you know, it's the perfect institution for child rearing, for economics, for building communities, for building churches. Like a like marriage that is strong and committed is the building block of society. Yeah. Uh, it's a picture of Christ in the church. It's these things, and then if you're just thinking, well, this this marriage, the reason that this marriage exists is because I wanted to marry this guy because I wanted to feel like a princess. Well, that's just not the way it works. You know, <clears throat> you just have an unrealistic idea of what marriage is doing. Marriage is doing a lot more than what you thought it was going to do. And it's, it's hard, but it is a... Um, it's a worthwhile thing. Yeah, like you won't regret having a long marriage when you're dying.
1: Marriage is is so much deeper than infatuation with each other. In the infatuation phase, you're all you can think about, deal with, whatever is each other. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if your marriage was like that, it wouldn't be functioning the way it's meant to function, because yeah. you you can't. It's bad to be that focused on yourselves. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can't do that and and accomplish the things that need to be accomplished in your life and do the things that God is calling you to do as a couple.
0: Like even at church tonight, we were doing totally different things. We were still married, you know. Yeah. And our marriage was like doing something. Our marriage had, had divided to conquer, you know. Yeah. The big programs that were going on tonight, we were running them. Yeah, but we couldn't run them just sitting together, holding hands, looking each other's eyes, into each other's eyes, drinking a milkshake out of two straws. You know, <laughs> like that wasn't that's wasn't the way it was gonna work.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you had to be in the sanctuary with all the screaming kids, and I had to be in the parlor with all the screaming adults. And uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Good study. So that's good stuff. Well, what else is going on? You got big plans for tomorrow. <laughs> I've moved on from the topic.
1: I love the way you do that, where <clears throat> you're just like, okay, that's over. All right, what else should yeah. we talk about? Yeah,
0: talk that one to death. <laughs> Did you learn anything today? Did you learn something new?
1: Did I learn something new?
0: Every day we should mm-hmm. learn something new. I'm trying to think of what I learned. Learned some things I'd never thought of before.
1: I spent a lot of time studying the Bible today.
0: Yeah, but you know all that, don't you? (laughs) No. Nothing to learn there. I was reading Romans and uh, preparing to teach it. Just reading about the way that that book has really impacted. That that the verses in that book have had a huge impact on the church for the last five hundred years. People, that's just life changing. When people encounter that the power of God's word, the gospel being the power of God. It's a powerful book. It's like getting hold of a you know a uh what's something that's powerful? An extension a lightning cord. Bolt. Oh a lightning bolt, yeah, that's <laughs> good. It's like getting hold of a lightning bolt. I was thinking small, I was thinking <laughs> controlled extension cord.
1: Extension cord. Yeah.
0: It's like getting hold of an extension cord. I
1: know whenever I think power, know, I think extension cord.
0: You know, Romans guys. <laughs> it's like a big extension cord just you'll be able to just plug anything into it from a long way away from the plug you No, know, that's a very good illustration uh yeah it's so good to learn something and uh man yeah so i guess i'm done talking you got anything else <laughs>
1: This is what Wednesdays are like. Yeah, when when Wednesday night is over, well, we're so tired. The
0: truth is, the truth is, genius here, and I'm talking about myself. For some, somehow I forgot to take my blood pressure medicine last night. And my brain's been like scrambled eggs all day long. It's a strange thing. I don't know if, you know, if that's just the medicine or what, but I don't know. It's been, it's been a tough day. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm definitely taking that medicine.
1: It could have also been because we stayed up till like one thirty last night.
0: Yeah. That's a lot of combos. That wasn't very smart. Was not smart, no. No.
1: Yeah.
0: And now we can't stay awake.
1: You would think whenever we're in our forties we would realize, yeah, it's so dumb to stay up till one thirty in the morning.
0: (laughs) No. We haven't learned a (laughs) thing. We still act like we're twenty four. Yeah,
1: except we can't go and eat a dozen Krispy Kremes anymore like we used to.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and there's no Krispy Kreme around here, which is really good.
1: That's good for us. Yeah,
0: it's really good for us (laughs) and for our wardrobe, so we're not having to keep buying new ones. But anyway, well, you guys have a great um, Thursday. We'll see you back for the 29th and 30th podcast. Tomorrow we're going to do something really exciting, I promise. We'll figure something out. who may eat Krispy Kreme donuts on there. I don't
1: know. <laughs> I yeah. wish.
0: Yeah, I wish too.
1: you'll right, have a good night. All right, bye. Bye-bye.